Welcome to The Prayer Investigator. I'm Linda Evans Shepherd. My guest today is Michelle Chinoweth. Michelle is a woman of purpose, but it wasn't always that way. She had a bout of alcoholism and depression, and she did not think that she would ever reach her goals. But with God's help, he reached down and pulled her up and wait till you meet her. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you, Linda. It's great to be here. I am so excited that you are here because you have a story about hitting rock and you're not there anymore, are you? I am not. The Lord is good. I want to know your story. How did you get from rock bottom to where you are today? Would you share your story with us? I always wanted to be an author, even since I was 10 years old. And I think God shows a lot of us what we want to be when we're that age. So I even wrote a novel in a spiral bound notebook and that never saw the light of day. But then life happened, right? I went through grade school, high school, college. And in my college years, I turned that writing desire and passion into becoming a news reporter. I wanted to be the next Barbara Walters or the next Woodward and Bernstein, an investigative news reporter that helped uncover the truth. And I did become a news reporter after I graduated. I started at a small local weekly newspaper, worked my way up to a, a daily newspaper in Salisbury, Maryland, then went to a bigger newspaper, the Baltimore Evening Sun, and then had a stint on TV. I got my shot at being an on-air news reporter. Through it all, though, I just felt like there was something missing. There was that God-shaped hole in my soul, and I was always striving for more. I continued along in that news reporter journey until I felt like I wasn't being creative enough. So I went into advertising and at first felt like I sold my soul a little bit because it was all about marketing and advertising, but I tended to like it. I was also an artist. I had an art background, so I merged the two and I would work with artists, graphic designers, and I was a senior copywriter at an ad agency in Wilmington. And then that started to fall apart too. That wasn't meeting that God-shaped hole. So I started to really search for what I wanted out of life. I did get married and I'd like to say I married my drinking buddy looking back. He was actually a cigarette and liquor salesman. But at the time, we got along fine, and we loved to party together. We went on to have three children, all born healthy. That slowed down my drinking some, but I started to realize I was starting to have some problems from drinking too much. And that slowed down with each child. But then after the third one, I was off to the races, as they say. But I was functioning. So I'm handling this advertising agency career now. And that segued into working from home with my first child and actually developing my own advertising agency. Here I was working from home. So I started to own and operate this ad agency on my own. and. Child number two and three were born. And I love my children, but something still wasn't right. I still had that hole in my soul. And it got worse. And we had marriage problems on top of that. And drinking had a lot to do with that. I just couldn't see it at the time. I had two boys and a girl. And when my daughter was one year old, I said, you know what? I'm unhappy because I still want to write that novel. 
So I started to go to writers conferences and learn how to write and saw what other writers were doing and said, I'm going to publish a novel. So my husband at the time, again, we're having problems, said, okay, you have a year to do that, to write and publish a novel. Not knowing too much at the time, I said, okay, I'll take what I can get. So I shut down my ad agency pretty much and wrote this novel, which I thought was going to be the next great American novel about a reporter and a destiny at doomed love affair. It had all kinds of things chock full. It was like a mystery suspense with a little romance, which is what I like to read. And it won the first place fiction for drama in the Maryland Writers Association fiction contest. I was super, super excited. So the prize for the contest was literary agency representation. But lo and behold, it was 2001 and 9-11 happened and the agency was located in New York near the towers. Oh no. We got a phone call, the five winners, me in the drama category, that we lost the prize. Needless to say, I was devastated. And at the same time, my alcoholism started to pick up. Again, I didn't know really the word alcoholic wasn't in my vocabulary. I just knew that whole grew larger. I felt devastated in despair. My marriage was falling apart. My agency started to crumble with the recession at the time in the late 90s. And it just felt like my life was falling apart. My kids were starting to get older in that preteen, in those preteen years. Wow, they're difficult years. And here I was trying to get a book done, hang on to some kind of income for my agency, get through these marriage struggles, and everything was just falling apart. And I finally hit what I'll call rock bottom and realized I needed help. And that's when I really met God on my knees. I had a DWI and that landed me in court and I was struggling fighting this. And the judge sentenced me to a 12-step program. Mm. That's when I first started to see the light, that there was hope. And so I went to meetings and got help from others. And God usually speaks to me through other people like you, Linda, and I got the hand of help and hope, and I started to see my self-esteem was at an all-time low. I felt no love from anybody, including myself. Again, one day at a time, I started to build up my self-esteem and realize I needed to rely on God, trust in the Lord, and that He would provide a solution. And that solution was recovery. Here I am. I'll be celebrating my 20th year in recovery this year, and I'm so blessed by that. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. So that great American novel wasn't meant to be, and I realize that now, but I'm driving along in this writing process, and I hear a still small voice, again, in my despair after losing the prize, losing my marriage about to lose my ad agency, losing everything, losing, felt like I was losing my kids. And the still small voice said, you should write a novel based on the book of Job. And it would not let me go. I still was having a big fat ego. I wanted to be rich and famous off my novel. I was going to make it work. Despite losing that prize, that was validation, at least that I was a good writer, but it wasn't the book that was meant to be. So I kept fighting that. How is that Christian novel based on a Bible story going to make me rich and famous. Guess what? 
wasn't what God was trying to do through me. He was trying to help me see that in writing this novel, based on the book of Job, that he was bringing me through all of that and helping me at the same time find recovery and find a new life, helping other writers through my book coaching and helping others through my book and books yet to come. And I realized that's my purpose. This is my purpose. And this is what God wanted me to write. So it became published. It took me eight years, both through going through sobriety and in recovery to get that book published. And it's called The Faithful One. And it's based on the book of Job, a modern day reimagining of it. And then I landed with a Christian publisher, a traditional publisher who helped me publish the next book, The Peacemaker, based on Abigail, who goes through a terrible marriage and finds courage to do the next right thing and meets David and the rest is history and gets her reward and finds her purpose as the wife of King David. Wrote the next one, The Runaway Prophet, on the book of Jonah, because here I am in sobriety now, still trying to fight God's calling like Jonah did and realize it's not about me. It's about helping other people. It's about helping one other person find their purpose. I forgot to mention, so I married a great guy and our wedding party was our five children. So here we have a blended family, which brings its own set of challenges and prayers needed for that. He's just a year older than I am. And he has many years of recovery and two children as well. So I got two bonus children or two stepchildren. And so here we had five kids from ages 12 through 20 as our wedding party, three sons, two daughters. So we raised a blended family together and now we have three grandkids and one on the way. So it, it's just opened so many doors. And I was teaching at my local college how to write, edit, publish, and market your book. And with COVID, COVID ended up being a blessing for me. It went online and I soon saw that I needed to offer more than just a course. It needed to have online one-on-one -on -one coaching, book coaching, and editing services and the whole package. I know many shepherds out there have guided me and as Linda Shepherd has done. So yeah, it's just a great thing to be in community. And again, I learned on a writer's re retreat and a recovery retreat, actually both, that God speaks through other people to me. And I need to do the same to help others. Your story is amazing. And so here you are all these years later and you have a smile on your face. You have overcome addiction and you are helping other people through your writing and through your work. It is truly an amazing story. And how do you think the recovery lifestyle leads into a life of victory? It's very spiritually based, as I said earlier, and it's all about God. I could sit all day and wallow in my despair, or I could go to a meeting and hear how others have survived a variety, a large variety of different challenges that, that we all do. And we hear our story eventually and we realize, hey, we can do this too. We can rely on God, trust in the Lord. And it's very biblically based, <laughs> these programs. And I was just reading today out of devotionals, actually, and it was titled An Act of Providence. And it reminded me how it worked for me that I couldn't see God at first 
I just wanted to stop drinking, right? I was desperate. And that gets through desperation, just like it does works in a variety of ways for everybody, was what I needed to fill that hole in my soul, which is what happened. It's that gift of desperation, that gift from others, hearing their stories. And I started one day at a time to realize it's all about doing God's will, which I would hear in church. I heard the message on Sundays in church, but I just didn't relate. I just couldn't feel it all the way because of I couldn't see the light. So once I went through the recovery program and meetings and kept coming back, like they told me to do and kept working on the steps, I realized it's all about doing God's will, serving God and serving others and practicing humility. And we have to hit that pain, go through those levels of grief, like we all do, and then find that faith and that hope. And I just went to a trip in 2023 to Israel and Egypt and climbed Mount Sinai, where Moses delivered the Ten Commandments, went to the Holy Land and developed further my relationship with Jesus. So it's a continuing process that will continue, I hope, till the day I die, that I'm totally grateful for. And it's a program of gratitude and humility and love. And I now love my relationships with my family, with friends, and with all of you listening in. And I know that there are people who have tuned in today who are like, you know what, Michelle, I'm at that level of desperation that you're talking about. I'm stuck in my addiction. It's ruining my life. I need what you have. Could you just pray for them right now? Yes, absolutely. I would love to. Father God, help all of the people that are listening in today that struggle with anything because we all have to struggle just like Jesus had to struggle in his life. And he was just like us here on earth. But he's there to hold our hand, to be by our side and to guide us through and find the truth and find love. And we can only do that here on earth being his hands and his heart and his feet on this journey. So the way we need to do that, I believe, is help others. So Lord, please help me be a vessel for you and help all of us listening in today. Help Linda, help me, help all of us be your hands and heart and feet. And if we're struggling with anything in particular, whether it's losing a family member, whether it's doubting ourselves to say, get behind me, Satan, and then to develop that relationship with you so that you can be there for us and for others. And we love you and we love each other and help us even if we're hitting rock bottom and we're in the messiness of life and we're in the darkness, help us to continue to see that pinprick of light and help it to grow by helping us through prayer and your love. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Beautiful prayer. I'm going to add a little prayer to that. Lord, when we are desperate, help us to turn and just become desperate for you, the one who died for our sins, the one who says, come, I love you, the one whose arms are open wide to us. And Lord, in our desperation, we lift our hand above the waves, crashing above our heads, and we say, here I am. I need you. I want you. Please be my savior. Forgive me of my sins. I 
belong to you. And Lord, I just pray that in that, you would transform us into people of purpose, just like you've done for Michelle. What a beautiful example of the purpose that you've given her to serve and to help others. May we all become a person of purpose. Leave that addiction and live that lifestyle of purpose in the power and authority of the name and the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Michelle, do you have one last thought, one last idea to share with our listeners today? I do. You just said the word purpose, which I believe God does have an individual purpose and plan for each of us. And sometimes we struggle so hard to find it when it's there all along inside us. And we just need to find Jesus to fill that hole in our soul and guide us into that purpose. And we need to hear that still small voice. Amen. And Michelle, how can people reach you? So you can reach me on my website www.michelle with one L, Chanel with C H Y N O W E T H dot com. And there you'll find all my books, all my news and events, an inspirational spiritual blog, and much more. But just please be in touch. You'll find my email address on there. Email me. So I'm here and I'd love to hear from everybody. And wow, this has been such a blessing, Linda. Thank you so much for having me on your show. You're very welcome. We are glad that you were here. I hope that you enjoyed Michelle's story. And if you did, would you like, share, subscribe, comment? We would love that. And we have a gift for you. It is a beautiful blessing that you can play, pray, and print. Just go to my.com and remember, God loves you and he wants you to talk to him. See you next time.